and it's Ferguson. Bowling to him. Flicking on the onside. He's got to get to. Here's Virat Kohli. He should get back for two. He turns to Virat. The arms are in the air. There's the leap and fist pump. And he's on his knees. Virat Kohli gets one day international number 50 in a World Cup semi-final. He's 100 from 106 deliveries. The helmet's off. It's a wave to the crowd. Sally from over the wicket. Takes the pace off and he casually nudges it up towards mid-on and says, I'll have 100, thank you very much. Sire, what a knock. 100 off just 67 balls. Scotty and Gosson, of course, all roads lead to the semi-final. The second yeah. semi-final tonight, it is Australia and South Africa in the world's longest cricket tournament of the World <laughs> Cup. Bryce McGain is our SEN cricket expert. Hey, Bryce, I don't know who wins tonight, but what I do know is whoever does win has got a heck of a mountain to climb with India. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, guys. And to you too, Scotty. And look, it is the, the culmination of two and a half years of World Cup cricket, and we finally get to the semi-final <laughs> stage. And uh, <laughs> here we are. Australia have made it. And uh, after a few hiccups early on, they've um, really settled in. I've been really buoyant all the way through, as we've spoken through just about every week. And uh, I'm really comfortable with where Australia sit at this. It's not going to be an easy semi because South Africa playing some really good cricket as well. And we're going to find out a lot more about the resilience of that um, team in a big game once again. But Australia are primed, I think, to be meeting India in that final. What's changed there, Bryce? Because they gave us one touch-up in the uh, in our second tournament Back in February, some a uh, second game of the tournament, I think it was in February. Um, they, they, they gave us an absolute uh, touch-up. What's changed since then? Uh, look, uh, a little bit. Like the team have sort of settled in. Pat Cummins has sort of mentioned that, uh, you know, in his lead-up to this, the players are feeling comfortable in their roles. I think there's a bit of that. They've climatised to it there. Um I think they've just got used to what what's going on around them in India. It can be a bit daunting at the start of a World Cup. Our draw was super hot at the beginning, obviously uh, taking on India and then followed up with a you know a really good South African team. So I think they've just settled in. They're playing some good cricket. Having said that, and in footy parlance, we haven't played a four quarter game yet. Like we haven't nailed every aspect of our game and. Um, you know, they'll be backing in our three quicks to do so. They've been a little bit under par, mm. and uh, they will back and support them into the semi final. Mitch Stark hasn't been at his best, but we know that his best is absolutely outstanding, and it's worthy of a great performance in the big games, like he did in the World Cup at the MCG when. He was so brilliant at the very start, knocking over Brendan McCullum. We can expect something like that in the semi and final, I'm sure, from Mitch Stark. Yeah, the Bay of Bengal, I reckon uh, that could be the end of the earth uh, in regards to the weather. Uh, and then there's the reserve day in place. It's a minimum of 20 overs per team, blue bar, blue, all that sort of stuff. What are we expecting in regards to the Australian team? If it is a bit of a, a, a spinner's wicket and a little bit dry, uh, speculation that Marnus Labuschagne might survive. Yeah, and look, I guess the decisions they need to make is obviously Abbott will come out, Stark will come in, but the other one is Maxwell to come back in, he's recovering after his, uh, obviously, his monumental effort um, a little while back. But uh, so it is Lava Shane and probably Marcus Stoinis, and the decision they need to make, and the conditions will come into it, do they need an accumulator? Now, 
we know what we're going to get with Lobachon because he has been really consistent and he's played an important part. His strike rate isn't necessarily brilliant. It's in the 70s, but it's reliable, it's consistent, and he's an outstanding fielder. Plus, he might give us a few overs with the ball. I don't expect too much of that. If, if it is going to be a high-scoring game, a really good high-scoring game, we might need the middle-order firepower rather than another accumulator at the top of the order to bat similar to what Steve Smith can do. So we might need Marcus Stoinis in that middle order if we need to chase a big total and we need him to strike it over 200. That's where they'll go. So if the conditions will suit a high-scoring game, expect Stoinis to play. If it's going to be a real battle on a low, slow wicket, a bit like what New Zealand cop last night, then they'll probably go the way of Marnus Labuschagne. Right, I would look forward to that. I want to ask you an, an off-field question, not left, an off-field question, Bryce. Watching Virat Kohli last night, he had his 50th uh, ODI century and he, he even had Sachin Tendulkar on his feet and that that crowd was just adoring him. They, they love him so, so much. How does he live? What's his life like off the pitch? Like, Does he, does he live in a completely gated community? Does he have security everywhere he goes? Does he have any sort of, well, not, not anonymity, but normality in his life in India? It's a very different life to you and I, Scotty, I can assure you. Oh, I know, um, I get mobbed down look, the street, mate. I you walk down the yeah. street and get mobbed. Yeah. Um, well, a very different life to me then, maybe. Uh, look, look it, is, it is unique, but I think he's got a really level head about the way he goes. It. He's an ultimate competitor, don't worry about that. And in, when the game is on, he is up and about. But he's a caring sort of guy. He, he respects that... He is in that position, and I think he's got a really level head. His partner um, and his wife keeps that sort of levelness about the way he is. Um, I think he copes with it really well. Yeah, wherever he goes, he does get mobbed. There's no question about it. And there were stories years ago of Session Tendulkar with, you know, his fast cars and those things waiting till 3 in the morning to drive through the streets of Mumbai just to get the car out and, you know, feel mm. like a normal guy. Um, I'm sure there's moments like that where he does need to ha find his own space in a pretty claustrophobic sort of environment. But um, I think he handles it pretty well, as do all the rest of the team. You know, it's no different um, to the other guys as well. Um, it, it's, a, it's a very, very unique situation. They are adored. Bryce, that's all we've got time for. But I know, And plus, you're a very busy man because you've got the big game today. Victoria played Queensland in the Shield game, the MCG. I can't believe they opened the MCG for 15 people to go and watch yeah. a game of Shield. Because <laughs> hey, it's an awesome place to go and watch and have a quiet beer and uh, enjoy the cricket. So I'll be doing that. And then I'll be covering the game tonight for SEN. So yes. looking forward to doing that into the evening and uh, really excited and Let's all get behind the Aussies because I reckon they can go a long, yes. long way and push India later on. Come on, boys. Let's Come hope on. so. The uh, final on the weekend. I appreciate your time. You're always good to chat to us. And uh, again, have, yeah, have a big day. Have a big day, mate. Yeah, will do. Enjoy. Right. Bryce McGain, SEN cricket expert, and you'll hear him on the SEN Network tonight. As Australia takes on South Africa, the winner through to the final take on India. Four for 397, India. Way too much. New Zealand tried hard in the chase. 327. 117 to Coley. ER played 105. And Daryl Mitchell played great cricket here in WA. 134. And Mohammed Shami took seven for 57. Scotty Ingalls.